0: Welcome fellow seekers, my name is Nathan, and this is the Law of One and Spiritual Concepts podcast, where I share my interpretations of the Law of One material and related topics. Today's discussion will be about the energy centers, from what they are, their characteristics, and a little bit about how to work with them, as presented by Ra. Diving right in, there are seven energy centers, also known as rays, that are the different levels of consciousness that process the energy from the one infinite creator. This energy enters the mind-body-spirit complex, also known as an entity or a person, through the north and south poles. If you picture a toroidal shape surrounding your body with the central intersection point at your heart, there is upward-spiraling light that enters through the south pole and downward-spiraling light that enters from the north pole of the energy system. Each of the seven energy centers have different metaphysical characteristics that interact with the entity's mind, body, and spirit. Each energy center also relates to the seven densities of consciousness evolution, where each vibrate with unique expressions. They are arranged in a hierarchical system that follows the true color spectrum from red to orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, and violet. Each entity is born with all seven energy centers in potentiation, allowing the entity to activate each center one by one as they progress through the densities and expand their consciousness. This does require disciplined work on the entity's behalf to accomplish. But through this disciplined work, an entity can also crystallize the energy centers, which provide higher levels of energy to use for service. From the opposite standpoint, the energy centers can also be blocked or reduce the amount of energy that can flow through them. This causes imbalances or distortions in the entity. The ideal goal, therefore, is to achieve fluidity and consistency in each of the energy centers to maintain activation and balance. With that, we will look at each energy center and their specific qualities and functions as identified by Ra. First up, we have the red ray, also known as the root chakra, that's located at the base of the spine. This is what Ra calls a primary ray. This signifies the activity of a primal nature. Basically, what this means is this is the foundation for all other energy centers. Each one is built on top of this one. The primary qualities of this ray include safety, sexuality, and security which is basically food, shelter, and sexual reproduction. The red ray receives intelligent energy that comes up from the earth and enters into the bodily complex energy system. This energy will then continue up onto the next energy centers as long as it is not blocked. The next ray is the orange ray. This is also known as the sacral chakra and is located below the belly button. The qualities of this ray include your personal and emotional identity and relation with the self. So how you see yourself compared to others, as well as how you feel when you think about or look at yourself. Some common blockages that occur in the orange ray involve personal eccentricities, distortions with regard to self-conscious understanding or acceptance of the self. Next we have the yellow ray which is also known as the solar plexus chakra and is located in the stomach area. This is a primary ray, which consists of the qualities of how you identify in groups or relationships. It can also be how you react and relate to others. Blockages in the yellow ray most nearly resemble what is known as the ego. It can also take shape in distortions towards power, manipulation, and other social behaviors. A yellow ray distortion I had been thinking about earlier today has to do with how we tend to act differently around close friends and family versus someone you're meeting for the first time. It seems to take a while for your true personality to come through, which can be seen as a distortion. Next, we have the green ray, also known as the heart chakra, which is located in the center of the chest. This is the center of universal love and acceptance and compassion. A sign of an activated green ray involved when one can freely give love without expectation of anything in return. This is the goal of third density that we are currently in now. Some green ray blockages include difficulties in expressing universal love or compassion, as you might have guessed. However, once we were able to freely give this love We then activate the blue ray, also known as the throat chakra in the throat area. This is the center of wisdom, light, honesty, and communication with others. This is the third primary ray, and the primal nature of this one is that it allows the connection with the spirit. This is the first spiritual ray in that sense. And what this allows then, is for you to access your powers as a co-creator, radiating the self regardless of actions from others. Another primal quality of the Blu-ray is that energy is outgoing, as well as inpouring for the first time. This outgoing energy can take shape in inspiration to others, or allowing them to feel accepted. I picture this taking shape in a couple different ways either through verbal communication in listening to someone who inspires you, or being in the presence of a Blu-ray-activated individual, such as a yogi, where you don't even need to speak, but just being in their presence makes you feel accepted. Some Blu-ray blockages include difficulties in expressing or understanding the self, or accepting communication from others. Next, we have the indigo ray, which is also known as the third eye chakra, and is located on the forehead between the eyes. This is the ray of intelligent energy. Intelligent energy can most basically be seen as love-light, light-love, which is the energy that makes up the universe but also is the universe. This is then the gateway to intelligent infinity. Intelligent infinity is quite difficult to describe. Matter of fact, Ra says that there is no concept that can describe it and that all begins and ends in mystery. However, intelligent infinity can be seen as the potential energy, whereas intelligent energy was more of the kinetic. As you can see, things get quite complicated here. That is why typically the indigo ray is worked on by the adept or advanced spiritual seeker. Some practices with the indigo ray can include magical workings or working with the spirit, intuition, imagination, or inner guidance. Many of these activities involve healing or teaching and work for the creator that is balanced and radiant. One of the main indigo ray blockages that Ra discusses is the feeling of unworthiness. This seems to have some ties to the orange ray but also goes a little deeper in that it goes beyond just accepting self, but also accepting all of creation as the creator and yourself. Then finally, we have the violet ray, or the crown chakra that's located on top of the head. This energy center is different in that it is more of a readout or natural expression of an energetic signature, and therefore it cannot be balanced or imbalanced. Rather, it is the total expression Of an entity's vibratory complex of the mind body spirit complex this is our connection to the creator and spirituality in all of cosmic consciousness after review of these energy centers i thought it might be interesting to look at how some of these energy centers interact with each other next one of the most basic concepts i was looking at comes from session 50.2 this session builds off a concept we had discussed earlier with how energy is attracted through the South Pole up through the energy system. And therefore, so our experiences. So the red ray has the first chance to interact with different experiences. And through the red ray, we look at how this impacts our safety, sexuality, and security. I could see this as more fight or flight response, where this can be instinctual to react this way. But to a more balanced entity if this does not impact them the experience can continue up to the orange ray and so on viewing this experience to the qualities of the particular ray until it reaches a blockage where it can no longer progress upward along these lines the more balanced entity then has the opportunity to view this experience through the higher energy centers and have the potential to gain more from this experience another type of interaction i had been looking into that seems most relevant to our third density experience now comes from session 1512. The portion of this quote I was looking at has to do with the first three energy centers and says, those with blockages in these first three energy centers, or NEXI, will have continuing difficulties in ability to further their seeking of the law of one. This identifies the paramount importance of balancing these first three energy centers if you wish to progress in consciousness to the heart. This is an idea I keep coming back to because I believe it is of the utmost importance in my opinion and applies to many of us, myself included. A concept that ties into this has to do with penetrating up through higher energy centers when the lower are not balanced. Although this is possible, Ra indicates that this leads to imbalances and ill health. On a personal level, I can tell when I have my heart center activated and then have an event take me out of this loving state that I have some balancing in my lower three energy centers that needs to be done. Through analyzing how that event impacted me from a survival related issue, personal, emotional, or egoic social standpoint. Because without the triad of the bottom three energy centers balanced and love for yourself and acceptance of yourself It is difficult, if not impossible, to remain in a universal loving state in the heart. I plan to get into balancing in later episodes, but since I opened the can of worms, I figured I'd discuss one method that I found to be particularly useful. This involves examining your thoughts, feelings, emotions, or behavior as indicators to what energy center they are associated with from the particular experience. I found it's most effective to do this in meditation either at different points throughout the day or at the end of the day. I will meditate on what occurred that day, whether good or bad, and from there try to narrow down which energy center was a part of that experience. For an example, say I got mad at someone because they didn't like the sound of my voice. (laughs) I from there can then analyze and see what energy center this impacted. This example seems to tie to the orange ray since it deals with personal emotional issues but also the yellow ray since it had to do with egoic social situation. From there, I'd break down why I felt the way I did and why it impacted me on a core level and figure out where the true blockage is and then place that in the energy center. In doing this, the goal is to understand how to embrace the situation or yourself with love and acceptance. It's important to analyze with compassion and care for the self and other self. This will begin to balance the energy centers and their responses and behaviors along the way. On that note, I will end it here. I hope you found this information useful, and I hope to see you on the next episode. I'll leave you now in the love and the light.